Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Rave with Mara podcast. On the show today, we will be talking about something that is quite common and our topic is, are people still concerned about legitimate money source? So yes, stay tuned. When we come back from the short break, we'll get a jump into the conversation. Welcome back to the show. I remain your host, Maranatha Abutu. And on today's podcast, we are talking about what is happening currently in the country, <laughs> but not on the direct means to whether we are going to war against Niger or not. We're talking about money, making money, and how the world has scattered, basically. But before we talk all those plenty stories that I want to talk about, I want to give you guys just a rundown of my week. So my friend V came to spend the week at my place and I learned something new. For the medical people, I know that this is something that is quite common <laughs> to you guys. But for me, it was something new. I heard it for the first time and I said, yo, yo, I'm going to come and discuss it on this podcast. So before she came here, I lied. If you know me, you know that I used to usually tell lies about my friends. <laughs> I used to lie on their head. She took a week's leave from work and she called me to come stay here. But trust me, I told everybody that it's because she doesn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> that was why she came to my house because ordinarily she wouldn't have come here. But that was a joke. I told everybody. So now I'm reporting myself to you guys that I lied. It was very sweet. She made me food. <laughs> it was like I was a guest in her house. But if you know already, you know that cooking is one chore that I find very, very difficult. I find it extremely difficult, especially because we cook in small bits, meaning that almost every day or every two days, somebody needs to go to the market to buy food items. And I don't like that. I mean, the protein part of it, you would see like raw food in the house, but the protein that would be in the food, you have to go to the market. Our market is a bit far from my house, which... I totally detest going to that market. So this girl treated me very well. So I'm going to give her a plus for that. But yo, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is nosocomia relationship. If you're a medical person, I believe that. You already know what I'm talking about. Now, there is nosocomia bacteria or infection, which is the kind of infection or bacteria that you can get infected with just by being in around the hospital, whether you're sick or you're not sick, right? But now, I was thinking about it, and I said, wait, though. You know how in relationships, we used to complain that um, there are certain professions that we cannot date, especially because of their work timing. And it got me thinking, right? If a doctor or a nurse or a medical lab scientist who works around the clock, and they probably get one day off in a seven-day working shift, how do they build relationship? And then I now realized that, wait, though, these people used to date themselves. Like, it's them, them, them. <laughs> Inside the hospital, they used to date themselves. The percentage of doctors or nurses or med lab people or just medical people, practitioners in general, who marry themselves is a bit high. And now I'm like, so in order for you as a young lady or as a young man, to get an active relationship, like a functioning relationship, you legit need to date yourselves. And I'm wondering, like, the way you would have, like, all these um, 
policies at the place of work where you have two partners working and maybe there's a hr rule that says something like um two people two people working in the same field or in the same position cannot date or cannot marry does it apply to them because if you are being frank i feel like people who are in the hospital <laughs> they see them more than their partners are home so it actually makes sense to date within themselves so what i came to you guys today is that if you're a medical practitioner and you've been in a drought you've not seen anybody to date i think that your problem is that you are looking outside which you should not be looking out outside you're supposed to be looking inward so your soulmate your partner is inward i mean is inside that same hospital <laughs> and if you are like me who used to have a very weird thought about um, dating somebody in my classroom or dating somebody because when it gets messy, people are just going to start acting like two children. But I mean, if I did any course in medical, I probably would know that it's inside the hospital that the things can be happening. Because let's be frank, where is the time for them to be dating outside person? And then outside person may not even understand. Why am I seeing you only once in a week? Or why are you working three days shift or something like that? Or you're working at weird hours. So yes, my advice, I brought you for good news. My advice for these people today is if you're a medical practitioner and you've been having problems between people, meeting people, I brought you a good news. The good news is, have you considered nosocomia relationship? If you haven't, start doing that. Take me later. <laughs> anyway, the next thing I'm talking about is why are we women? Um, well, not just women, because I also have my own share, fair share of this thing. So my friend, Ella, Ella went or she went for a job interview. This was supposed to be for a magazine or something, something in that line, something about editorial, blah, blah, blah. We were talking on her way. And then even when she got there, I was asking her, oh, what's up? How's it going? Are people much? What does the place look like? Do you think that this is somewhere you'd like to work? After the interview, she just sends me a message. And she's like, yo i have gist i said you know now you guys know me i like gist so anywhere there's gist you'll find me <laughs> so she now calls me and she's like you know what i'm going to get home and get settled before she got home she already texted me um the work requirements um her duty her what she's expected to do and then the pay so when i read it and i saw the pay and i'm like really really why are you people wicked? This side all these first candidates that is happening. You also hire somebody and pay the person 75,000 naira, and you want the person to be your A to Z. How about now? How about you should be having a career of God in your mind? But that's not the point. That's not what I'm telling you for this story. So now, she goes home, settles down, and we start to talk. And she says, when she walks into the office, this woman already started saying, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Tell me about yourself. And you guys know Ella, she's been on the podcast. I think twice, twice now, yes. So people know Ella. You know the L I'm talking about. Oh, wait, there, there are two Ella on this podcast. I'm not talking about Mrs. Emanuela Emanuel. I'm talking about Ella, the photographer, the um, hike, hike girl, the biker, the everything, everything. But I'm like, the one is not wrong. If you think about it, <laughs> think about it logically, the one is not wrong. So she wore her boots, a long, um, pair of trousers and then an inner thingy and a whatever on top a jacket now when she enters the man goes oh tell me about yourself and you know Ella raps like me if you don't know that the reason why I tend to break sometimes is because I talk fast then you don't know me I talk fast but Ella raps she's like a Jeff 
But since I started doing the podcast, I had to learn to start talking a bit slowly. Now she starts to rap and starts to say, Oh, I am so and so. I went to the University of So. I went to School of Aviation. I have so and so certificates. And then the woman now shuts her down. That's the way I would describe it because the woman went ahead to tell her that, eh, Why are you dressed like a biker? Ella, Ella first goes, I'm sorry. Like, what exactly am I putting on that makes me look like a biker? But I'm like, You people have patience too. Because if I'm not dressed inappropriately for an interview and you're referring to me, you're calling me a name of something only because I look good or I look like, oh, I mean, I know what I'm saying. I I am confident. You are just looking for ways to put me down. Then oh my, it was just really weird. Anyway, so when she told me that, I was like, okay, so what did you say to that? She was like, she didn't say anything. And then when she went back, instead of her to, you know, go back to the interview, this woman started telling her, um, I have, I have, I've traveled all my life. I do this and this and that. My magazine has been in, I has been in existence for more than 10 years. I deal with blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Is that all the story? The long story short is that she's well traveled and she has a magazine and she has a lot of money. Tell me what that kind of story is doing in, a, in an interview. If it is not that, you're trying to intimidate this person or make them feel small, like, oh, wait, why are you so confident? Because from the story, Ella told me that the first person that went in, she was all jittery and nervous, which is expected, you know. If you haven't gone for an interview in a while and, you know, you're in a new place, it makes sense that, you know, a few persons will get nervous. But if you know Ella, Ella don't have time for that, you know. So Ella went in confident and this man was just trying to make her feel small. By telling her places she's traveled to, how much money she has, oh, how much money you have, and you want to pay somebody seventy five thousand naira. Anyway, long story short, this auntie, after doing all those drama and everything, she tells her something else, and she was like, "Okay, all right." And this man says, "Ma," like you would say, "Yes, ma," or "Okay, ma," and I'm like, "Okay, if you're well traveled, or because from the story she says she left the country." When she was young, she came back when she was 18. Then went again when she was 19. So if you have all traveled, you've lived in America, you've lived in um, UK, then why are you so bothered about Ma? Because as far as I know, the Americans do first name basis. So, madam, if you be saying that life is alive, I don't even care about that. That's not the point. The point is, why do we people, I don't say women, but it's common amongst women, why do we like to put women down, especially when you find that um, they are confident or they are coming to you for something? And this thing is an exchange of service, right? She's not coming to beg you for money. Yeah, she are coming to ask you, oh, travel with me or something. She's saying, hire me and I'm going to do this work for you. And yet you sought ways to have to try to put her down. Me, I shall have told her that um, as a good person that I am with the best advice in the world, I told her that. If she was interested, because it seemed like a pretty big deal. And she, if she feels she can't work with the person, then she doesn't need to put up with it. But if she feels like it is manageable and seems... Oh, it wasn't remote. Because I remember asking if it was a remote role. Because 75k in this time and era, it's wickedness. I think somebody... One of my neighbors was also complaining. She went for an interview somewhere around... Um, um, Dutse. Is it Dutse? 
I, I don't know. I can't remember. And it was the same 75-80k pay. And I'm like, do these people put into consideration that even people live in central Abuja and you have to like go all the way down to the other side. It's just, please, women and men, because me too. I had an interview. I was supposed to have an interview for an editorial role. And you, it's the same thing where somebody starts to speak plenty English and starts to make the job look, oh, it's a stepping stone. Oh, you need to do this and do that. Your time will come, that kind of thing. And you already know that this person either doesn't want to pay you what you're worth or they just want to use you. And I keep telling people every time, I know I may look like a Gen Z to you guys, but please, you're talking to an old... <laughs> I think an old person. Don't come to me with stuff that you expect that you can run by a child. And as the mumu that the person is now, the person is going to accept whatever rubbish you're saying. That's, by the way, men and women, stop doing that. If you don't have money to pay people for their services, say so. You may eventually find somebody who accepts you or shitty pay for that role, but try to bring them down to say, oh, you don't have experience in this and this, or, oh, you just have two years' experience in this role. Please, let it go. Let it go, please. Anyways, that's that on the gist part. I know that in this era, in this period, things are hard, like extremely hard, especially for people who didn't even have job prior to this sustainable regime. I keep calling it a regime because I don't know if we are under military rule or we are still doing democracy like this because people vote and have tossed it no votes. As I'm concerned right now, we are in a regime. Now, I know that things are difficult for a lot of people and that it is not even easy, even for those of us who are well-employed. By the time you take out your bills for the month, it's still difficult to send money to somebody who is in need sometimes because you're like, oh, by the time you finish sorting your bills, there's nothing left. I get it, and I understand fully well. And I know again that the world is sort of... If you're poor, let me put it this way. If you're poor right now, or you're broke, or you are just doing something legitimate, I think that the world or people now think or see you as a fool. Because they think that either you are just forming what you're not, or you're just clearly stupid. I'm genuinely concerned. And do we think about, because of my morals, I'm not going to do these certain acts. Or because everybody must make money, or everybody must survive now, we have thrown our morals away as a society. It's almost like, if you're not dating a Yahoo person, or you're not doing Yahoo as a guy, or you're not doing rituals, or you're not trying to look for one scheme, one positive scheme, or the other to do, or you're not gambling away, you are a stupid person, or you don't have plans for your life. I'm genuinely concerned, though. Like, this one, I'm asking you guys to tell me, like, where did we go wrong? That's my question. Like, where did we go wrong exactly? Because I see, I see young girls at 17, 18, you're already saying, oh, I have to date somebody who has money. I must be going to, a, to the club every day. I must do, be doing... What's that song? Is that popular song in the club? Doremi. Like, and then you see a young boy, that same age also saying, ah, my guy for Lagos won't make him now. Or hey, my friends, they do something for Ghana. They say, make all of us Ghana. More come, more go learn how to do Yahoo. If you make a mistake, because I call it a mistake now, to say, ah, brother, sister, this is not the way. There's a repercussion for this thing. Now you be the mumu. 
Or now you be the enemy of progress when you made a blow for their life. And it's crazy to me whether it is the plus or not the plus. I just feel like it's all just fraud. However you try to justify it, oh, I'm not stealing somebody's money or I'm stealing from the rich. It's not the poor I'm stealing from. The fact still remains that you're stealing. You're a thief means you're a thief. Why are you doing this exactly? And it says, see, things are used to a good result. I need to make ends meet. I'm the firstborn, you know, yada, 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 and all that. And now, it's always how they always, like, the moments they send you a message or says something like, let's hang out. This is just us with him. And it's with almost all the people that I know that suddenly came about an amount of money. Or no, from an unknown source that nobody is saying, or they will just tell you flimsily, I did a business, or um, I did something online. Yes, that's the word they usually use. I did something online. And especially with the, now that it's the era of bets and gambling and whatever, anybody can just tell you, I've come about a large amount of money, and they can easily just blame it on, oh, I want money in bets, Niger, or I want money in sporty bets. It's easy for them to just clean their money like that. And now, a couple of days, he sends me a message and he's like, ah, let's hang out. And I'm like, oh, sorry, oh, I don't get money. You know that months, they don't, our pay usually comes a lot earlier in, you know, previous months. So by the time it's like second week or into the new month, it would have been three weeks for me. So I don't have like spare money to do the hanging out. And the next thing that we that throw at your face is, ah, ah, find girl like you or at your age, why won't you have money to hang out and stuff like that? And I know that, like, I don't owe anybody an explanation as to, oh, wait, now you they help me count money from my pockets, or now you know how much my salary be at the end of the month. But it gets me riled up every freaking time because the fact remains that I know what you're doing to get this money. And why it is okay for you, it is not okay for me. So why are you coming to rub it in my face that, oh, I have money and you don't have money? So it's almost like, if you're not getting money now, you're not doing something fraudulent. You're a bloody fool. And I just want to ask, oh, is it that as a society now, we've all forgotten that a thief is a thief? Because if you're calling a politician a thief and you're a Yahoo person, you're also a thief. If you think that um, politicians are ritualists or kidnappers and you're doing the same thing, you're a bloody thief. Whatever you think you're doing that is like, and I'm not killing anybody now. Shebi is just, I'm telling something sweet. I'm sending me money or I'm just lying. I'm not saying that you're going to hell or this is not even about heaven or hell. This is about our morals as a society. I saw a video on Twitter the other day and the man was saying that the way the society is right now, it is rigged against young people. And it's rigged against us because whatever industry you want to go into, it's almost like they've put gatekeepers that makes it extremely difficult for a young person to climb into the ladder of that space for example as a young person back in the day you hear that an 18 year old boy or a 20 something year old woman started so and so and they were able to get license for a building they started a whatever whatever licensing whatever when they started this or that business and it was working well but for right now whatever industry you think that you want to go into it's almost like if you are not rich, I mean, you are not above 30 or 40 and you are bloodily rich enough to pay those gatekeepers, you can't do it. So 
he he says that he understands why lots of young Nigerians are now going into the creative space because that is the only way that you can blow or do whatever you want to do and just make your money because whatever startup you want to do now is almost like you know you need to pacify so and so and that's why tiktokers um writing um dancers or musicians are just where almost all the youths are focusing their energy into or you go into tech which is because it is online and anybody can you know train or learn something by themselves and then get jobs and whatnot but every other one that you can think of is almost like more as a young person without so much money you can't do it if you're doing fraudulent activities is it that you don't have morals anymore you don't care the lives you're hurting you don't you don't think that it is wrong anymore or every way in a way i was also saying that the way everybody's posting can i can i which is a joke right everybody's posting the guy now we don't know who they do and based on crews and who actually they do um you know as per this is actively what i want to start doing now as a community as a society are we now accepting fraud fraud yahoo yahoo are we not accepting it as the norm are we also now accepting um scamming people you know no matter how little it is or are we now accepting and um, if somebody gives you money to keep for them just run away with this thing and just think well yeah you are not fast enough or you are not smart enough are we are we genuinely as a society we now saying that these things are acceptable because i see it every day where even in churches they don't care what the person is doing anymore because how can a young person walk into a church and give donations of 200k 500k to a millionaire a young person that is maybe 20 or 21 and nobody is concerned about the source of that income and even the parents of these people are not concerned all they are bothered about is oh this is our poverty alleviation scheme and we are happy about it so please you guys i need to know because my own problem is you can do whatever you want to do don't bring it close to me and also don't shame me for not having money because i am not going to be doing what you're doing it doesn't make me a fool if you think that it is now okay everybody should just try however they can steal because i remember when the money the cash scarcity was happening in nigeria and it reinforced the fact that everybody in nigeria is likely to be a thief if given a position because you know that position now now why you never start to steal that money if you are putting a position where you have access to these resources would you also as a good citizen of nigeria not stock away that money or that pile of resources for yourself will you think about what you can do for the greater nigerians here we are going to be frank with you all of us i feel like everybody is likely to be a thief because we are now condoning things that are not the norm how can you see somebody young with such large amount of money and you think that it is okay or oh they are dating dating a yahoo person is actually not them that is doing the work and i'm like the way that young girls put their lives at risk by dating yahoo people i feel like they don't even think about the future because this person you're using their their money for whatever you don't even know if they care about you enough to the extent where they would see an opportunity to use you for something and they wouldn't anyways um i don't want to talk about this too much this is where we'll end the podcast for today thank you for listening and please remember to subscribe remember to comment remember to like 
Remember to share to your friends. If not, I'm going to be blowing powder from next week. Shebi is evil to civilize in Nigeria. No, not just in Nigeria, but I'm focusing my talk to Nigerians. So as a young person, please, if you think that there's no repercussion for what you are doing, just think again because it's innocent people you are stepping on or trampling on. Your suffering doesn't mean that you need to do whatever diabolic means to achieve or become wealthy. There's still a blessing attached to being good. Yes. Thank you and see you next week. <laughs> Bye.